0: Happy Friday, theatre lovers! This week's guest is Carly Allen, who is a talented yet modest lady I'm delighted to call my friend. We chat about where her creativity stems from and how she motivates herself to try new things, what it's like to work with other actors who are comfortable being nearly nude on stage, and she also opens up and is super vulnerable in this interview in ways that surprised even me on With The Show. Okay, so... Welcome Carly Allen to Sarnia Famous. I understand you you have a baby sleeping and the magic word with other parents on this show if suddenly you must go is if you say baby poop no questions Mm. asked I will wrap it up and we are good to go. It has happened. You'll probably hear her I have the monitor going so oh okay she's screaming I'll hear it you'll hear it. Let's hope so. so. If I don't, if I'm like, blah, 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 completely oblivious, just scream baby poop and and I'll uh, I'll wrap it up. But yeah, I am delighted that you're here. It took me a little while to convince you and then uh, uh, trying to coordinate. Did you color your, is your hair different? It looks like, yeah, it, so like
1: on Christmas Eve day, I had what I am calling a midlife crisis. So I just turned 35, like last week two weeks ago so my 35th was coming up and it was almost Christmas and there's just like all kinds of stuff going on and I don't know I just was feeling I don't know midlife crisisy, and I hadn't been able to dye my hair in a long time to see my hairdresser so I was just like super super grumpy and I just went to shoppers and I bought like hot pink manic panic and so I just dyed my hair that day and I'm sitting there and I've got this because pla- I didn't plan it at all like I literally just went I bought this little bottle I had no gloves my hands were like hot pink after because I just didn't did, did it with my hands I got like a shopping bag from the grocery or from the cupboard and I just tied it around my hair and so I'm sitting there letting it sit and I'm like what have I done <laughs> and I thought for sure it would be terrible i take it off right it's What's Christmas hurting? Eve um, yeah so it's starting to fade but like i don't know it's probably hard to tell' light but it, it did look it looked really nice but it's been a few weeks so it's starting to fade because it's just the, the semi-permanent but
0: well yeah and I think like 35 you're basically dead at that point I know that's it's like what my a quarter body- life crisis you crazy girl I think it looks gorgeous i am so not adventuresome with my hair but I always want to be like people with yeah. like green and pink and yeah. yeah and I have the same all the time when i started doing purple in my hair I was like there's no way I'm cool enough to pull purple but I rocked it for like I don't know three years or something it totally worked too and it was kind of subtle like when your hair was down you couldn't always see it but no I like this in your quarter life crisis but anyway I don't know if I ever told you this but in terms of theater uh when I first met you when we were working on Miracle Mm -hmm. I was so intimidated by you I had seen you (laughs) in uh Exit Laughing and you were just flipping brilliant. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, this gorgeous, like, hot blonde lady who is so <laughs> good and exit laughing. Like, how am I even going to be uh, around her? And now I think of you as a dear friend, for sure.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh- You're definitely up there on my friend list. That's where I should be. uh, Oh, thank you. That means a lot. The first time I saw you was auditions for Miracle. I was thinking about this today. And you had like this rocking audition for the character that you ended up being. And I hadn't really thought about um, auditioning for that role. But then Jane asked me to. And so I got up there and I was like, I don't know, this woman's just done this like amazing, hilarious thing. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure that my audition was just like me copying
0: you. (laughs) I can't even remember. You know, what's funny is that I I went into that wanting to be Shelly, which was the role that you... You had gone yeah. and like didn't even think about Sawyer. And the only reason I did that audition the way that I did was because Jane had said something brilliant, and I was like channeling her energy. <laughs> but it all worked out. It was yeah. uh, everybody ended up where they they needed to be. Yeah, it and that awesome. was it. Was great. Yeah. So so let's talk about that. Your perceptions of Miracle. We were around each other, but we weren't really working together. We didn't have any no. scenes or anything like that. No especially not when you were Sawyer when you were your other characters we could-
1: kind of had a few little interactions. Like I think we shopped together. Oh yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, we didn't really have very many scenes that were like together together.
0: It was mostly you and Shauna that had a lot of your scenes together. Did you guys ever get together and practice?
1: Nope. The only time I did that with with Ryan and Exit Laughing because we were both basically just new to theater when we did that. And so we had a lot of lines together with that one. And so we did, I think only once. But we like met up at his house and we went over some lines and stuff like in the very very early stages. So that was like super, I don't know, intimidating as well. But then you're, like, you like you, it is what it is, right? You kind of get into your groove and you start doing your lines and you become
0: those characters and and like huh. to me, I remember. Well, same goes for you and Ryan, really. But I remember things being very natural between you and Shauna because you were you were kind of uh, work colleagues but good friends in hmm. the script. and yeah. your interactions always kind of conveyed that and came along oh, that's, naturally. Oh, that's good. To hear. Which, and I remember I couldn't even, I was so nervous, I couldn't even make eye contact with people when I was doing scenes, which actually worked for my character. (laughs) Yeah, I I know what you mean about the eye contact thing, though. Like, I have a hard time in real
1: life, even, like, making eye contact with people. And I do remember, I forget, I'm sure it was Exit, but I remember a few times getting harped on about that, like... Okay. when I'm interacting with a character on stage, um, Willie being like, you have to look at them.
0: It's hard. I remember trying to do it more so in uh, Wizard of Oz and all of these powerhouse, like super talented actors looking at me in the eye with intensity. And I'm like, oh my God, like what am I doing here? But yeah, so you were saying that for both you and Ryan, Exit Laughing was fairly new. So what, what inspired you to audition for that play?
1: So I did a lot of drama when I was in high school. So I took like drama all through starting grade nine. And then I did it like when I was little, like, I don't know, in grade one, I was on the stage, whatever. I, uh in high school, I don't know, I'm, I'm very, I still am fairly shy person, like quite introverted, which some people agree and know, some people just think I'm standoffish, <laughs> but it's mostly just because like, I don't know, I if I see someone, don't think that I don't want to talk to you. I probably just assume that you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> That's usually what's going on in my head so being in drama it just kind of helped me not get over it by any stretch but at least for the time being and I, I kind of heard this on some of your other podcasts i feel like it's kind of common with people it's just this place that you can go and like i don't have to think about what to say i don't have to think about how to say it someone has told me these things and if it's something funny it's not coming from me so i don't have to like sometimes I find like I laugh at my own jokes too much (laughs) and like so I don't have to worry about that and if it's something dumb like it didn't come from my head someone has told me to say this and even like I like to think of myself when I'm up there like hopefully I have a good director because literally like I am your clay if you want me to act a certain way and say it a certain way like I'm gonna try my darndest just to say it exactly how you want to because again like I don't know maybe this is almost selfish but then it's not me right it's just this character that I'm being and it it makes me, you know, a little bit more comfortable. So anyway, so I had always kind of been part of drama. I did, I did every play that I could when I was in high school. And then I did nothing after leaving high school. And so. <laughs> Similar to my pink hair, I was just feeling really down one day and I was just laying in bed, feeling all sad for myself. And I just happened to, I, I don't know if I saw it on Facebook or heard of someone who had auditioned or I don't know why I looked it up. But I just happened to look up the Theater Sarnia and I found where the audition page was and like I'd never, ever looked at it before in my life. And I saw that there are auditions coming up. This was in, a no- in November that I looked up. And I saw that these auditions were coming up and they were on my birthday.
0: Oh, that's meant to so, be.
1: So in January. So I was like, sweet, that's cool. So I had a few months to think about it and to sweat about it. Um, but then I went to these auditions on my birthday and lo and behold. I got it and that was awesome. So that was how I got into the theater, Sarnia. You
0: you say it like I was feeling down on myself or it was a crisis or this or that. But from an objective perspective, it just sounds to me like your internal drive recognizes when you're feeling like a little bit in a rut or like you need a little bit of a change and redirects you and inspires you into these creative things like funky hair or getting involved in the theater and yeah I, mean,
1: I would say that you might be onto something there miss, miss therapist <laughs> I have I have a craft room that is very currently not large because we're in the process of moving or trying to move so a lot of it is in storage but my craft room um was out of hand because I do I don't know I see these things and I'm like oh I could make that and then I go and I make one of them but I've bought enough for a hundred of them and then the rest <laughs> of them just the rest of the supplies just sit in my craft room and then it drives my husband crazy yeah, I have that little outlet, I guess.
0: I I know from helping you just a tiny little bit with Getting ready for the move. It would be just so yeah. cute. We'd be doing some kind of workhorse <laughs> thing, and then I could see the lights in your eyes. You'd be like, "Oh, Carly's having a creative moment. There's something over there. She wants to. She wants to paint or or sculpt or something." And uh, oh. me being the the little workhorse that I am, I'd be like, "No, no fun for you. We're gonna do this nope, thing instead." Nope. Yeah, things take me a lot longer because of it. I get easily distracted, which I think it's beautiful because I don't really have a lot of that. I wish I had more of it more creative urges inklings I don't know what the word would be for that (laughs) urges makes it sound weird but um (laughs) but yeah so I remember you saying uh, a few and if I'm putting you on the spot feel free to say pass or whatever but I remember there being a few wacky funny stories from being on exit laughing because there is a lot of powerhouse people in that show Mm -hmm. and uh can you tell me a little bit more about that any kind of like stories that maybe the audience wouldn't have known or I think probably one of the funniest is just like when when Ryan finally started to like
1: undress during rehearsals those were probably some of the funniest (laughs) moments just like the reactions of of the three women I don't know it was just it was just hilarious and some of the faces that Marianne gave me and gave other people (laughs) But some of the faces that she would come up with were just so, just like pee your pants laughing. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing that really stands out when he first got his like banana hammock <laughs> and, and
0: had it out on
1: stage for the first time. So
0: <laughs> sorry, I need a minute with that. I don't, I don't I can't remember if I told you this story either. I know that I've told Ryan because I like hold him accountable, even though it's not really his fault. My mother in law was visiting from Alberta. Mm -hmm. And that's when we went and saw Exit Laughing. And my mother-in-law is very prim, very posh, very put together and reserved and everything that I'm not. (laughs) But uh, we took her to this plane and (laughs) did not realize that there was going to be stripping. And I was sitting next to her. And Ryan starts his Undressing, And I'm thinking, dear God, what is she going to think of us for taking her <laughs> to this play? And why am I sitting next to her and not my husband? Or maybe it's better that yeah. I'm the one sitting next to her, but I could not look her in the eye. And I, I'm like yeah. mad at Ryan, even though it's not, I mean... It's not his problem that I didn't look up the play and see that there's <laughs> going to be you, you. Right. Curse you for being. But, you know, we were talking mm-hmm. about this the other day, my husband and I, because I think because the interview was coming up with you, that the fact that he was a curvy dude just added so much more to the mm-hmm. to the play. Mm-hmm. And and a goofy dude as well. Yeah. So I could just imagine all of those ladies kind of hamming it up. Yeah. And
1: it's funny. I think that, I don't know, I think that it, it made people in the audience enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if he had been some, like, buff, ripped, Magic Mike kind of guy, I don't think it would have had nearly the same feel to the whole play. So yeah, I no. think that it kind of worked out like that.
0: It worked nicely. out perfectly. What was your perception of of a co-cast member getting partially nude on the stage? I wasn't wasn't on stage when,
1: but I was definitely on stage while he was half naked. I don't know, it was fun. I was just glad it wasn't me. Fair point. (laughs) I see, I hear all of these, like, yeah, I hear all these stories of, I don't know, like, I think some of the women... In that play we're telling stories of when they were in bathing suits or you know to some degree of undressing and i'm just like oh you're so brave like i don't i have a hard time undressing at home in the in the
0: dark of my bedroom let alone on stage <laughs> i agree with you completely i'm basically a never nude and it i yeah. there's no way that i would get yeah. like even a tank top on stage i'd be like oh it's too much flesh
1: Sometimes I watch these people, and and whether they're like in the chorus or 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 like a lead, but regardless, I, I sometimes I get inspiration. I'm like, oh, I could get into a musical or whatever. And then I don't know, like I well, first of all, I can't sing or dance, so okay. never mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes like they're up there and they're dancing and they're in these beautiful outfits, and I'm just like I, but like you know, a little bit, a little bit showy. And I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I don't know. I give them so much credit. They're so
0: brave. Maybe you just need one of your little moments where that creative drive inside of you goes, enough. Now we're going to dye your hair purple and we're going (laughs) to take dancing lessons or whatever. Maybe it's coming. So then in terms of acting, is there a role that you wish that you could play? Like if there could be any role...
1: I knew you were gonna ask me something like this. I sometimes I feel like such a fraud. No. I don't why would that make you a love, fraud? That does not it's make you a I fraud. Because I don't have a good answer. <laughs> so you're just happy what playing doing. whatever. That's good too. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. And and I sometimes I okay, so I'll say this. So sometimes I like to some well, I'm starting to feel like I look a lot older or I look my age. And so I would eventually like to, you know, have a role where I'm not just a young person you know not that I have to be an old lady or anything I'll get there but like a mature person so like an exit I was the like barely 20 year old daughter but I was 30 or so when I was doing that and that's fine and I love that and I don't know. I want to hold on. I'd love to do some more where I'm really young because that makes me feel good. Like I can still play this oh, young yeah. person. I don't know. Anything. I'll it's take anything. One. I do like I do like comedy. Okay, so this is still just a little bit more. I love playing those hilarious comedy kind of things. Um, not that I've had been the comedian of the show per se, even going back to high school, et cetera. But I like the serious stuff too. And yeah, I guess anything. <laughs> I just like to be up there. But you'd prefer to be in, in comedies. Mm, I don't know now that you pose it that way I don't know I like both if if it was a good serious drama then I could do that but just again like
0: I can't sing or dance so no musicals at least not yet not yet I see it coming one of these days I'm (laughs) 50 so really what I'm hearing you say is that you're open and flexible to trying anything and like you said before depending on the director mold mm-hmm. me make me into what your vision Absolutely. is and yeah and I find that relatable as well like there, in the two plays that I have been in both times it was the director that brought the character out it wasn't anything that I mm-hmm. did at all I just listened carefully mm-hmm. to what they had envisioned and then like you say hope and pray do my best that it comes across the way that that person wants you to do it as
1: yeah how they visualize it yeah and that's the thing like
0: you mentioned my creativity like I am I'll say that I will
1: admit to being creative but pretty much everything I do I'm just copying what somebody else has done <laughs> so I think that that's the same on stage like I'll go up there and I'll do whatever you want but I have a hard time come up, coming up with something myself I would never could never be the
0: director but Mold me. I am your I am your clay. I, I think directing would be extremely difficult. Which actually leads me to another question I was gonna ask you. Do you think you would ever get involved in theater on the backstage side of things perhaps managing or something like that stage managing but I don't think I could I don't think I could ever direct I just don't I don't have the visual knowledge
1: or power or whatever you might want to call it
0: and even so. when you say stage managing you're kind of like eh. somebody told me that I had to <laughs>
1: well and, and that's I I think if I got back there I would enjoy it more but I'm uh, I'm one of these people who I don't know if you tell me I can't do something then I'm gonna do everything in my power to prove you wrong so um so I don't know it would depend I guess how it came about if it was like I don't know I don't know I I I think that I could and I think that I would like it and I'm open to it but the draw of being on stage it would probably have to be a play that like didn't fit me at all where I wasn't just like ooh, but I could be out there if that makes sense.
0: Oh, yeah when you say the draw of being on stage do you do you ever find even when you go to see a show particularly at the Imperial now that you've been on that stage a few times do you ever find that you're you're just watching a show and then your mind drifts for a minute thinking about being back up there and what that feels yeah, oh, like for sure. for sure even sometimes when I'm like watching a movie or a TV show especially
1: if like someone's not a good actor not that I think that I'm like amazing or anything but like I'm just
0: like oh I could have done that better well <laughs> <laughs> I love that because I do that too. And then I'm kind of like mad at myself. Like, oh, you you, uh, yeah. you, stuck up cow. Like, what makes you think <laughs> that like yeah. you should do so much better? These people are actually on TV. So, yeah. uh, you, and you are not. Wooden. What's that? I said, they're being paid. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. sitting on my I'm couch. Just... I'm glad I'm not the only person. I literally now, every <laughs> time I'm in the Imperial, I'm always just kind of like looking at that stage, just wanting to be back yeah. up there. It's funny, too, when you said earlier about Miracle, one of my other characters, I was talking to my husband about this the other day, too. Again, I think thinking about this interview with you, but in Miracle, I think I had like eight different characters and I was running that entire time, (laughs) like just running. My hair was getting changed. My costume was getting changed. And I remember finishing (laughs) that play and being like, never, ever again, never again am I going to run yeah. and try and do all of these things and now that you know the pandemic and it's yeah. been forever right. I would do it again that's the uh, like I would uh, anything, yeah 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 anything and everything I I I wouldn't care it actually it's a challenge that I would w- want to try again because really it was it was a lot of work but it was a lot of fun do you yeah. see do you see yourself doing something like that or do you think you prefer yeah. to have a title role I don't know anything anything
1: um no I could I could I, I could see both like I do like being more of just like one person throughout but there is something to be said for having that I don't know that that experience that flexibility that ability to portray multiple people within just a few minutes of each other kind of thing and yours weren't easy it's not even like you were just able to change like you were saying you had like
0: Full-on hair that had to be done up and fixed and changed, and it, it was uh, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I even think about like when I had to run down the alley when I went through that side door and then I had to run down the alley, and there was always like a security guard or something there checking that <laughs> alley, and I would be like ah! running with my hair all over the place, <laughs> trying to hold a purse, and I'm sh- like I can't even imagine what that might have looked like to a security guard. Like, is that a person in distress that needs assistance? <laughs> Or, but they didn't have enough time to really ask or (laughs) respond to it. So, so now being a mom of two, do you have any hopes or plans or anything like that for your kids to get into theater stuff?
1: Oh my God. Grayson is just the most dramatic person I've ever met. (laughs) Both in like over-exaggerating things, but even just, oh, ex, like he's, he's going to be three in like a month. So he's still pretty young. This has been going on forever. He just like has these facial expressions and <clears throat> they're just over the top and he'll say things and he just like is the funniest. But one of the things that gets me the most, he's like a little director. So okay, he had this little phase where he would think, okay, hey, so I'm thinking about it. So you'd ask him something and he'd go, a oh, little serious. I'm thinking about it. And then okay. And then he goes, mommy, you think with me. So I'd have to put my hand on my face. That's, sorry for those of you who can't say me everyone but Alice. So he'd, he'd put his hand on his chin, like the classic, like, I'm thinking about something look. And so he'd make me do that, too. So I'd have to put my hand on my chin. Um, and he'd go, no, not there. And I'd have to move it like a centimeter to the left. <laughs> no, not there. Okay, so move it a centimeter to the left. And then eventually, it has to be the perfect spot no and he'd get like frustrated and I'm like dude I'm doing exactly what you want and so now it's like with games it's like if you don't do it exactly how he wants which is a little bit of an anal retention thing thank you my husband's side of the family (laughs) but um, it's just like so he's anyways I could see him being in that director
0: role in the future like for sure no do it this way (laughs) he is a very intense Little lad, like I know from the brief time that I've spent with him, he'll say something to you which isn't always, it doesn't always make a whole lot of sense. And Mm -hmm. you can't just go, oh, okay, yeah, I hear you. You have to repeat it back to him so that he knows that you comprehend what he is saying. And it's very (laughs) serious. And I I would just look at you and be like, I have no idea (laughs) what he said, but I'm a little afraid of him right now. Yeah, he's getting a
1: lot better yeah he's gotten a lot better but yeah it drives my 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 parents crazy um, really? because they want to just be like uh-huh uh-huh okay uh-huh and
0: he's just like no oh my it's super cute and like it showed to me it shows a level of an intelligence
1: yeah he's probably smarter than i am
0: <laughs> <You> get... <laughs> I do not even what to say to that like it gets the genetics from both sides there lady oh
1: he's he's something else <laughs> Rowan's still too little to know exactly what's going on in her mind but yeah I think not I don't want to talk about my kids too much but oh they're pretty cute and yes I wouldn't if anyone needs a three-year-old on stage Grayson's your guy
0: <laughs> if no. you can handle the directing part of it He'll he'll help yeah. you if you you don't have a clear that's vision it. of what you want to do yes. in your play. Yeah. maybe maybe he can start consulting at an early age instead oh, of a lemonade yep. stand. Uh, instead of <laughs> selling lemonade, he could you know sell directorial services. Yeah, yeah. There some, that's marketable right there. Pretty sure <laughs> yeah. you you and hubs can retire already. Just yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Sell it, my three year old.
0: <laughs> I mean, why not? That's why
1: children are had right yeah exactly it is it's actually crazy thinking about all of this again because that's how long like these two years or two and a half years or whatever it's been actually it'll be almost two because he got to celebrate his first birthday like normally but pretty much right after that everything shut down but it's great like that seems like it's almost like a part of time that almost disappeared for as long and as terrible as it was like miracle doesn't seem that long ago in my head. But like I was just I was pregnant with him Mm -hmm. during Miracle. And now he's almost three. Like that's how long Miracle was Mm -hmm. ago. And it really doesn't feel like it should have been that long ago.
0: It's true. It is kind of a weird time suck. Like a black hole of where that time was. I remember very fondly toward the end you were very pregnant. Were you (laughs) not? Because I remember you didn't even want to tie your shoelaces. And I was worried (laughs) about your shoes being that you were pregnant. Um, I didn't want you to trip he was born the middle of February and miracle
1: was right at the end of November, start of December. So we're a couple months off. But I mean, I worked, I worked right up until the week that he was born. So
0: what was that like being pregnant
1: and being in a show? I had, okay, my husband will 100% say that this is not true. (laughs) Um, but I had fairly easy pregnancies with both. Um, And so being in the being in the show, being what, seven months pregnant, it wasn't that big of a deal Uh, I didn't really get that big thankfully even towards the end Um, so costuming wasn't an issue like I had this epic fear that like we would pick a costume and then a week later I wouldn't fit in it in it and things like that but uh, but everything was fine and Anthony helped pick out stuff that would be flexible I guess with that as far as that went like my jackets didn't have to do up and that sort of thing but energy level, like I would say, especially because it was kind of in the middle towards the end of my pregnancy, a lot of the times you have sort of more energy. I don't know. It, it, it was okay. I was, I was fine with it. I didn't, I did have some quick changes and some, some speedy things I had to do backstage, but it wasn't anything to the extent that you had to. So as far as that goes, it was fine, but. I guess the late nights kind of took its their toll but overall I mean would I recommend it? Yeah, it was fine. 7 out of 10.
0: <laughs> I don't know I like well obviously uh, I'm going to be a cat mom forever. There's no there's no babies in my future but I just can't <laughs> even imagine being pregnant and also doing a show because it already is so taxing on your body. And especially when you're in the show, as of tech week and mm-hmm. forward, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time commitment. Some days yeah. you're doing two shows a day. So it would take a lot out of you. Yeah,
1: yeah. I did think, I, I remember auditioning for a play that was set to be, have its running right after he was born. Like he would have been a couple months old. And I was like, oh, it'll be easy peasy, whatever. It wouldn't be a big deal. And then looking back, like I am glad that I didn't do that. It would It would have been worse like after as far as I'm concerned and even now like with the two little ones I really really want to get back into something but there's a lot of like you know juggling and rearranging and I'm really lucky like my partner's fantastic but I still feel a lot of like I don't know mom responsibility mom guilt like it's definitely a thing it shouldn't be but it is and so I I have a lot of this like oh I can't leave the house three nights a week and go do my own thing so we'll see when that kind of kicks back in but I'm a little I'm a little hesitant if I'm honest and I'll tell you it's kind of sad I don't know if you were expecting this especially towards the end of our interview um, only a few people I think know this so when I was in Exit Laughing when we first started our serious I guess rehearsals my first grandparent um, passed away. So my, my father's father, he passed away, yeah, um, when we first started doing rehearsals for that. And then my mom's dad, oh, I actually, sorry, he wasn't my first. My grandmother had passed away a few years ago, but that was her husband. And then my mom's dad actually passed away during Tech Week. I think it was November 29th. So I know I saw him for the last time when he was in the hospital. And I had um, like my hair all done up cause I had that, those crazy like
0: yeah, crazy hair nice. and
1: I had my makeup all done. And I rushed over there, um, I think right after one of our dress rehearsal kind of things. And so he passed away the, the week of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only have one grandparent left. I'm a little hesitant to do another play in case it, you know, there's some bad luck there and she passes away during that play. But I'm sure that that wouldn't happen.
0: I could see why you would be a little hesitant though. Like just in case you don't want to tempt uh-huh. fate in that way.
1: Tempt fate? We'll give it a few years.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I know it was, it was very sad. Um, but yeah, so that was my kind of tragedy amongst good
0: things. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, to your credit, I had, I had no idea that something was amiss. Um, mm-hmm. So you've definitely got a level of professionalism and able to separate even when Because I can see right now it clearly bothered you and still does. Mm-hmm. So obviously you were upset at the time but it it never was shown and I know for myself I would never want anyone else to know I'm extremely private when it comes to those kinds of things extremely private yeah um yeah. gosh I'm, I'm sorry about that but I yeah I can see why you would ugh. I mean i mostly
1: joke. clearly that that wouldn't happen but,
0: but it could you know, it's always there in the back of your head right I don't blame you uh I definitely don't blame you just uh like you say give it a couple years Anyway, there's a lot yeah. going on, so we might as well <laughs> forgive me for like not making the best segue. When no, you that's okay.
1: I kind of threw I, I threw it in there. Something <laughs> was sad, me. so
0: it doesn't speak I to know, my level me. of professionalism. I should have. I should have. I should have told you. No, you. no, it, and it just lets you. It just shows me that we have more in our friendship to to develop about these things. Yeah. So this is yeah. that was a little moment for you and I too. And from the podcast, yeah. um, <laughs> I I did want to ask you though. I wrote it down when you said you were you were in a show or you were about to do a show and Gray was uh, just born or was was that the Mama Logs? Forgive me, I can never remember the name of that show. I always want to call it the Mama Logs. What The hell was it? I can't called? remember what it's called. Like, motherhood. Yeah. O- Sorry, o- loud. Mo- oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 motherhood.
1: No, he was, he was already born and I can't remember. I don't think I was, no, that would have been the spring before I was pregnant with Rowan. Okay. So we were set to do those in, in May. Right. Right. For over Mother's Wednesday, Day. Yeah. But then COVID. So then I, I was pregnant with her. I got pregnant with her that summer.
0: So it was a few months later. Oh, okay. See, like you said, there, it's a time suck. It's like, I know. what happened? How did the, how did mm-hmm. the days transpire? It's hard to remember. I yeah, it's
1: hard still- So long ago and parts of it feel like it was
0: yesterday five minutes ago yeah i was super excited for the monologues because like henry camino is kind of a big deal in my books and it Mm -hmm. was such an Mm -hmm. assortment of people a lot of people that Mm -hmm. like henry I am starstruck by, it was an opportunity to work with you again, which was fun. We didn't get very far. Like, I think we did two or three rehearsals. No,
1: I might have had one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So maybe in my mind, we did more, but uh, it was not far. Well, no, there was one, I had one at at the theater and then we had one at Henry's apartment, I believe. I was super bummed about that. But they, and they were talking about maybe filming it. Mm Mm-hmm. Trying to run it again. Was that this year that they were thinking to do that?
1: <sighs> time suck. I don't know.
0: Yeah, was just gonna it, 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 time suck. That's it. That's the response. But hopefully, we hopefully we get to do that one again. For me, I, I just had a couple of little tiny parts in that one, which was really fun. because are pretty I mean, cool parts though. They were great, and but I so I got to just kind of watch everybody else. You had a monologue though, didn't you? I
1: did, yeah. And yeah, and was... Henry
0: had really cool vision for that, but alas, because you no. were it was. Oh, can you remind me what the the mo- mo- the monologue monologue was about? Mine. Yeah, basically like the telling of the story of the birth of the woman's
1: child. So like I was set to basically go through labor on stage. There
0: was a couple of labor moments on that stage for that play. Yeah. But it was a tearjerker too, yeah. no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, just it, be, I just don't want to I just don't want to give too much away. I just don't want to ah! give
1: too much away in case it ever in case it ever ah! I'm still optimistic.
0: For you. All right, no, that's good. No spoilers, no spoilers. I was just excited for you because yeah, I think it would have cool. been awesome. We'll we'll do it again. It'll it'll come up. And hopefully there's not a whole, like this town is so focused on musicals cuz that's people love mm-hmm. musicals. Oh for sure. And we have some amazing talent. Oh my god. For sure. So then but for for us kids that don't sing or dance it'd be great if they would come up with a few that aren't. The the struggle I've I have found not being in this for very
1: long and like I know a lot of people spend their time reading plays and stuff and this is another I'm a fraud don't call me out sort of thing. I don't tend to like read plays like I don't know playwrights and I don't know so um but from what I have seen a lot of the times when you get a non-musical it usually goes hand in hand with a small cast which has definite pros and cons you become such a such a tight-knit cast with a small cast like exit laughing there were five of us and that was amazing like you got to know those people um so well you know then it obviously limits how many people can be in it and you know you and I are pretty similar in our you know look and age and stuff like that so
0: we would be competing and that was what was really nice about motherhood out loud was it was such a huge cast thank you for saying that we are similar that that made my day um <laughs> but it is true like there are it it limits what we can get involved in and something like motherhood out loud does open things up I do find, though, in Sarnia, and I think this is a good thing, I think that they don't always cast according to what is called for in the script. Mm-hmm. Right? I think yeah. so, and that's beautiful. Yeah. And even, like, talking to the Forestalls about their cabarets and how they're trying to bring in opportunities for people that don't necessarily follow the tight, type, casting that is in scripts and stuff, so that there's an awareness (laughs) around here that other opportunities are needed to accommodate the talent pool, but I'm still thinking I better get some singing and dancing lessons in.
1: I'm a car singer and that's better. I sing to my kids. I, I apparently I, I have come to realize, and like, I kind of always knew this, right? Like, but I've, I've come to realize how much singing I do because Grayson will frequently ask me to sing him a song. And It's never the same song and it's never a real song. He'll be like, Mommy, sing the song about putting on my shoes. And I'm like, What? But it's because I just like sing my life. I'll just be like, We're putting on your shoes now. (laughs) We're walking out the door. And then he like thinks that these are real songs. So he like asks me to repeat them and I'm like, dude, I have no idea what I said. I have no idea what I sang.
0: They're one one hits only. So maybe one day he's gonna write and direct a play called like mommy songs or something like that yeah. such a serious yeah. kid I wouldn't be surprised if he's cataloging <laughs> all of that in his brain maybe you should start writing this stuff down <laughs> for him <laughs> and for yeah. yourself when you are being directed by <laughs> the young lad to sing a certain song you can flip through your repertoire and yep. oh yes because yep, if you do it wrong <laughs> no not that one that is so cute so we're we're rounding up to the the one hour. It goes by so so fast. But I always like again. Okay. Glad little babe is still asleep. So. No, yeah, no baby poop. Well, let's not jinx it. Knock knock. So I always like to give people an opportunity to talk about anything that they want to. Any maybe they want to plug something or a charity they want to bring awareness to, or whatever you feel like talking about. This is this is your moment. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of, we kind of hit
1: on all the, all the things, like, I'll just do a plug for you, I'm sorry I haven't bought one of your t-shirts yet, oh. but, there's still
0: some available. still some available, Sarnia Famous t-shirts. <laughs> Send your inquiries to <laughs> sarniafamous.gmail.com.
1: Yeah, gotta talk to my, my kids a lot, little bit, so, it was always a win. Before you become a mom, you're like, I'm never gonna be one of those moms that talks about my kids, and now I'm just like, <laughs> you want to know everything about them i'll tell you
0: why not man it's something to be proud of and and you clearly love them and you want to talk about them i i'm here for it i i I love it when new parents especially new parents talk about their kids because it just there's such a life in their faces and there's nothing to be self-conscious about they change
1: everything Like i used to literally like again okay so we kind of talked about my introvertedness and self-consciousness I used to like not even want to walk around the house without makeup on I just I felt just super 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 self-conscious I just didn't like the skin that I was in and if we went out places and I didn't feel like good enough or pretty enough or whatever like I would get this ridiculous anxiety and I just get grumpy and like sad and whatever but like having kids now I'm just like who like I've thrown out all ish of my makeup like I never put it on it's just I don't know I have this cute little kid now and everyone's looking at him anyways so <laughs> what do I need to care anything about but
0: it's so interesting yeah. to hear it's, you it's, say it's,
1: that it changes your whole mindset
0: changes your whole mindset. Yeah. And I like, it's interesting for me to hear you say that because I never see you as somebody that isn't just confident. You portray yourself. That's my acting. And I don't know. Like, cause I've hung out with you in quiet <laughs> moments in your house and you know, like I yeah. just never, I don't know. I, I see you as a very natural and and naturally beautiful too, not needing all of oh, that, thank you. that kind of stuff. So that's something I've, something I've learned. The world about, is The world is Something I've learned about, especially with women in the in the acting community, how many of us are self conscious and not confident, even though we can go out and be on stage in front of however hundreds of people over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Even just trying to convince ladies to have these interviews with me where it's just an hour and it's just me. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm thinking like, what, what do you got to be nervous about? It's just me, right? But so many ladies are like, I, I don't think I can. I don't, I don't know. Like, what are we going to talk about? This is so scary. And it blows me away. And even, like I say, I'd like to think yeah. of you as a dear, dear friend, and I am surprised to hear these types of things from you. So thank you for yeah. sharing that with me. Yeah. And thanks for plugging on yeah. t shirts. That's always a good one because I kind of forget to do it every once in a while. <laughs> okay, dude. Well, uh, thank you. Yes. It's nice to see your no, face. No, thank you. Yeah, bye, Dallas. Bye. Okay, kids. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.